You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, you all didn't know the old me that for 40 years, Darren, I was a kamikaze. The fact that I'm alive is a miracle. How about that? I've ridden steers, jumped off cliffs, been shot and been shot at, and I survived it all. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, it is. Hello, everybody. Where's the bell? Welcome to the RP Show. Hour two coming in hot. Live from our South Florida studio with a very special guest. You've asked for her, you've got her. Be careful what you ask for. Serena Taylor joins us today, our hockey analyst. How are you doing, Serena? I'm well, thank you. <laughs> Good. Yeah. You ready to talk hockey? Always. You always are. Yes, absolutely. So we're live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, as always, in your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Shout out, Ryan, on radio. We've got a lot of fun things on the go here today. Is Covered last night's games in hour one. Plus, what's the latest in the NHL trades? She's an Oiler fan, if you haven't noticed, and they've joined the party. Acquiring a defenseman, Tyson Berry going to Nashville. Matthias Ekholm coming to the Oil. And tonight, tonight, all-Canadian matchup. You know, Serena, we normally do the NHL leftovers every day to open the show. I said today we're doing an NHL appetizer. Leafs-Oilers tonight, Rogers Place. We haven't been there since August. Uh, I think it's your favorite place in the world. It's a big game. I would say an Ekholm is supposed to be in the lineup tonight for Edmonton. So I think that's going to be, it's going to shift the dynamic a little bit for the Oilers, but I think it's going to be good for him to get in Edmonton right away. Well, uh, going to walk this back. Allie from Texarkana has written in. She goes, there's my girl. <laughs> They're your biggest fan, Allie. So that? we got, I was, yeah, I was thinking this morning uh, of all these topics, Blue Jays uh, in spring training, Raptors, Atlanta Hawks. Hockey is the show that we could talk about for two hours. By the way, we do have breaking news from the Canadian Football League. The Toronto Argonauts welcoming, welcoming back seven-year veteran Dontrell Inman. So that's the news from the CFL today. But how much are you paying attention to the way business has changed in the NHL? You used to watch, the, like all of us, on the Friday trade deadline. We'd sit there all day. Now there's not going to be anything come Friday, I don't think. You never know. <laughs> There's always those shockers. But I asked, I was asking my dad today. I was like, it's not even the trade deadline yet. Like, what's happening around here? What's going on? Everybody's getting a little maybe trigger happy. 
Mm-hmm. But I think everybody's probably happy with their trade so far. But who knows? There might be something at the last minute. Okay, we'll dive into the poll question today in a moment. I'll get her take and the audience's take. The question, quite simply, is who's the best team in the NHL's Eastern Conference right now? It's for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. And the options are the Rangers, the Bruins, the Hurricanes, or the Leafs. And that's just, we just, Clark and I took the top four points. Because you know you got Lightning fans and Devils fans going, how about us? And fans of other teams. But before I let you take a swing at that, the Connor Bedard stuff, are you sick of people? What should I say? Coming at you on your Connor Bedard comments or no? No, because there's only people that, like the small amount of people that are upset about anything I said six months ago. I, I don't deal with them on a regular basis. It's only a couple people that watch the show and then everybody's got to get their little chirps in on Twitter. And it's just generally people that don't have anything better to do with their lives. And I just don't ever communicate with those people. So no, I don't care. <laughs> well, so do you want to take the time to reiterate what you said? Because they, for whatever reason, they've taken you saying he was underwhelming at the World Juniors to that he's overrated. And that was never anything that you said i may have used that term in reference to his play at the juniors because up until i saw him at the world juniors in the summer i never saw him play live and everybody was all abuzz about it and i felt he was underwhelming potentially because what i heard would lead me to think he was overrated from what i saw and i just don't think he played up to his potential and that's essentially the point that i was getting at is he didn't he didn't. He's clearly a talented player, and I was waiting for it to happen. It never happened. And this was before he ended up being benched. <laughs> yeah, I said it right away. Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, the fact of the matter is he didn't play to his potential. He didn't put in a solid effort that I think he's capable of, and it was just, that's just what it was. It's, I don't know. To me, I leave that stuff in the past and it's gone. I don't dwell on it. Right. Well, like I say, uh, they continue to write in and they were happy to know that you were going to be on today, but you just explained what you said then and also that it doesn't bother you now. So now let me just say this fun topic is to talk about, well, the top of the standings, the bottom of the standings, the playoff line, but you know, Connor Bedard's going number one overall. Where do you think would be the best fit for him? That's really tough to say. You know, he, okay, he is going to go number one. He should. He deserves to go number one overall. There's nobody better than him that's eligible for the draft. Where could he go that would be best? It's hard to say. You put him in a team like, let's say, Arizona. People are talking about that. And could he be a better player on that team? Maybe. But at the end of the day, he's going from a league where he's playing against boys to a league where he's playing against men where could he make the biggest impact hard to say if you put him on a stronger team which obviously he's not going to go to a strong team but a stronger team he's going to have other guys to play with that are going to support him whereas a weaker team he's going to have to put in a little bit more effort like for example Everybody talks about the Pats and whatever. Well, he was a lot different player at the juniors than he was with the Pats. He, he shines in the Pats, but he doesn't have the same quality of players to play with that he does at the World Juniors. He's a different player, good, bad, or otherwise. I don't want to say bad, but good or otherwise. So where could he go? I mean, it's hard to say. It just depends on who he's playing with, who he's lined up with. Well, one thing that I, I can't quite decide if you enjoy watching 
the hype or you're, you're turned off by the hype around Bedard. But John Paddock was on the show last week in the bunker, and he goes, if he goes to a Canadian team, he's going to need to live in a gated community with 24-hour security because it's crazy. Whereas if he goes to, let's say, Anaheim, and you've lived there, he could roam the beach. Nobody will know who he is. He'll have a much more peaceful life. But like I said, when we talked about that, Wayne Gretzky didn't have to live in a gated. Connor, Connor McDavid survives in Edmonton. Now, yeah. <laughs> There's not a hotter hockey than, you know, really Montreal or Edmonton. So if those two can thrive in that type of... I think Connor Bedard has it in him. I think he's professional enough and he's got his wits about him to be able to survive it no matter where he goes. I think that's going to be the least of the concerns. Well, we plan and hope to be in Nashville for the NHL draft where Connor Bedard will be going number one overall. But now to these playoff races uh, from the text line 902-518-3033 is the number where you can always reach us. Jim in Balgoni says, morning crew. Yay, here comes Serena. Her and Mike Richards are my favorite guests. You just never know what they might say. Approved, <laughs> says Jim. Ron in Calgary writes in and he says, you can pretty much bet that most all the Boston players will say last night's game against the Flames was their toughest game of the year so far. Flames fan, you see Ron's writing in from Calgary. How about that? 54 saves by Linus Allmark and the Bruins win in overtime. What is your read on the Calgary Flames and their um, plight right now? How about that? Since I don't care, but you're asking me, Hence my shirt. You care. <laughs> I care, but I will say this. I will never, even if it's the Flames, the team I despise the most, it's never wise to gloat on your enemies, ever, ever. Because you know what? As an Oilers fan, we went through it. I will never gloat on what's happening to that team. It sucks. I have friends that work for the team. I love the coaching staff there. I just, it's not fun when that happens i will never gloat about that it sucks well there's that but you know we talk look at these scores every day the highlights and the score sheets i mean the flames going into the year nazem Kadri, jonathan huberdo mackenzie Weger beefing up their lineup they thought they would be better shoot we're sitting here in south florida where matthew kachuk last night set up the winning goal for the florida panthers things could not have worked out worse for the calgary flames in the last seven eight months it's not over yet I, I, it's not over yet. You, you have a guy. I don't. I personally don't feel like Matthew Kachuk is a franchise player. I don't. Jonathan Huberto was a franchise player here. I still think there's something. There's just a disconnect there. They have all the puzzle pieces, are just not fitting in the toolbox properly. I think there's still going to be something. It might not be this year, but I wouldn't count out that trade as a huge Calgary loss. Uh. Is there a chance that they still need time? I mean, we're hearing that I am from the NHL scouts. It takes time for teams to come together. Is that where Calgary is right now? Potentially. We're seeing a lot of bizarre things with teams this year, like Buffalo and New Jersey, that didn't make huge changes over the over last season to this season, but they're seeing a lot of growth. So that could potentially be it. I, I don't follow the Flames enough to figure it out, but it's always a topic of conversation between the two of us. I'm not sure there is an answer. They would have already done it. Great comments from our viewers. Ted from Red Deer writes that he says, late getting in, just in time for Serena. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so you got a fan there. Uh, 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 from Ryan in Saratoga, New York. Just got back from lunch errands. Hey, Serena's here. From Stephen in North Dakota, RP Show panel, Mike Richards and Serena 
would be great. Uh, 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 uh. Allie in Texarkana says, uh, I totally agree. It doesn't take long to go from the top to the bottom, especially in the NHL. Later on, when it's just me on the show, I'll be doing my NHL top five, bottom five. But the Dallas Stars, people, I haven't had them in my top five, but maybe once all year. And people are saying, where's the Stars? I was never a believer. We got roughly 20 games left in the regular season. You got fans writing off their teams. You just said, it ain't over yet. That's a lot of hockey. It's a lot of time. It is a lot. It's, but who knows? Who knows what can happen? I mean, I personally don't see any team making a big burst into the playoffs that we didn't expect. Where are we on the Oilers? That's a deep, deep question. It's what I do. Well, you know, I think that there was something we've always had weak defensemen. And ever since pretty much Bill Ranford, we haven't had solid goaltending. I'm not a huge Curtis Joseph fan, although there are some out there. But it's just kind of been sketchy back and forth. The defense, though, needs to be cleaned up. It's needed to be cleaned up for years. The fact that the Oilers put all of their trust in Darnell Nurse, who I think is one of the worst defensemen for what he gets paid in the NHL right now, I think this is going to be a huge change. And Ekholm is big, and that's what the Oilers need. A couple years ago when they picked up Duncan Keith, I thought, well, this is going to go one of two ways. But I don't think it's going to be any worse because that's the situation that we're in. So let's see what Ekholm does. He's not going to hurt. Having said that, I think losing Tyson Berry was a loss. Tyson Berry really picked things up. He's done so well for Edmonton, and you could tell he was just one of those guys that plays with heart. I really liked watching him play. Glenn Erickson in Medicine Hat writes in, he says, so appreciative Serena is confident enough to stand her ground in a social media world infested with jock sniffers, apologists, <laughs> shills, and politicians. She's a breath of fresh air. Thank you. It's, it's, uh, I mean, I just, the, the only thing, the only reason that all this stuff is happening right now with Connor Bedard is because of social media. People wouldn't know who he was 20 years ago. Not really, not the same way. And now everybody's in a flap about it. You're either on Team Bedard or you're death. <laughs> Swerve in Calgary says, this chick would beat me three out of five in an arm twist contest. <laughs> Maybe we should set that up at the Gray Eagle. We should set up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Swerve in Calgary. Uh, regarding Bedard's NHL future, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, writes in. He says, very few people can carry that franchise player tag with them to their next chapter. Agreed. I do agree. I just meant as a character. We're I'm assuming he's talking about Huberto. I just meant as a mm, character. Mm. Like, that's the kind of player he is. He's not a quitter. Rich in Edmonton says, large price to pay to get Ekholm, but they desperately need a shutdown defenseman. You got to give something to get something, period. That's the way the NHL is, especially for a good defenseman. John in Edmonton, some Oilers fans want Darnell Nurse traded. Do you think that's a viable trade to help with their cap space? If it was up to me, he'd have been gone a long time ago. He's a waste of money. I think he's a terrible defenseman. Every time he gets the puck, he turns the puck over. He makes a mistake every single time he's on the ice. How is he worth $10 million? He's taking up so much cap space and he's not doing anything. It's gotten past being personal with that guy. I'm ready for him to be gone. Jenna in Southern California. Good morning, Serena. 
I'm here too, Jenna. She doesn't care. She says, love seeing you on the show. Sabres just outside the wild card. I'm super excited. Hey, before we do break, and we've got a couple of minutes, how about these Florida Panthers? You spent some time around the NHL people at the All-Star Week. I did not expect them to come back. They had their way with the lightning last night in Tampa. Um, unfortunately, nobody here has noticed, but the team's playing well. They are. They, they get streaky a little bit. That's what happened last year. They get streaky. They just... I think it was a one-off against Tampa. They have this thing. They just cannot beat the Lightning, generally speaking, and in the playoffs. And I said it last year. They don't stand a chance. They don't have a prayer. Tampa beat them in five. It wouldn't surprise me if it happened again. They they just, there's some block there. From Terry writes in, he says, yeah, nurse, three or four D-men, not top line, good, not great. From Ted again in Red Deer, LOL, don't sugarcoat it, Serena. Please tell us what you really think. <laughs> I Joking. <do. laughs> yeah, she does. And uh, we will take a timeout other than to say uh, Nelson says the team flying the Falcon today needs to be ready with that hot take button when Serena's on. Let's go. A segment of truth bombs. I get it. He's saying those that are operating the Millennium Falcon, you know all those guys, Clark and Jordan. It's not like she's going to swear. Are you? I almost did a couple times. <laughs> I have to watch myself. We'll be back in a moment. We're live on Game Plus TV, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cause it's a heave ho, hi oh, stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swab in the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense.
laid back and kicking it, let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob. Hey, the RP Show continues on this Wednesday, episode number 949 of your favorite daytime sports talk show is on the air. Game Plus TV and WQEE iHeartRadio. We've really got a spicy one going. Serena has let her thoughts out on Darnell Nurse. Richard Bieberdorf writes in. He is in Edmonton, and he says, Oilers need to dump Nurse. Jen from the Forest Season says, Darnell should have been gone four years ago. From Lyle in Toronto, he's watching on Game Plus TV. Serena, great shirt and great tattoos. But do we think the Nashville trade is enough to make a difference? Do they make it past the second round? I don't think that's the problem. I mean, it's not going to hurt us, but I don't think it's going to put Edmonton over the edge. I think there's other issues that need to be worked out to make that happen. Nate writes in on the 902 line. He says, the Flames have 13 overtime losses. A couple of those go the other way, and they're first in the division. I wouldn't change anything. Well, clearly, she doesn't want to talk about the Flames today, but I will say this. What would you change? That's the whole point. The thing is, though, you could go look at that every single team and go, well, if we would have just won this game, every team has extra points that they lose. Let's be honest. Every team has that. Sure, but what I'm saying is they let Goudreau walk. They let Kachuk walk. They brought in guys that, well, Kadri's a proven winner. Huberto's an all-star. Mackenzie Wieger, an up-and-coming defenseman. You got a goalie you're giving $6 million to for seven years, and you can't stop a beach ball. What would you do? From a general manager standpoint, they didn't do anything wrong. No. Absolutely not. You had to write out the Goudreau thing the way it happened. You had to. You had no choice. It just, everything else happened the way it did. And we all thought Calgary was going to come out on top of this. And I'm still not convinced they're not. It's just telling you it's the same reason we were talking last year about why florida lost in the playoffs like roddy said tampa has guys named like mason and carter <laughs> no that's the oh, panthers yeah they Steven have like, and victor yeah exactly like patrick it's just different it's different they don't have the experience yeah. they don't have it it's completely different uh jt says is eric carlson getting traded anywhere in the nhl No, their general manager, Mike Rear, has come out. I saw a headline somewhere and said he doesn't expect to move Eric Carlson this year. By the way, Serena, uh, in the break, said she'd like to address the Jonathan Quick trade today. And if you give me a minute, I'll call it up here. The Los Angeles Kings have traded goalie Jonathan Quick and a pair of draft picks to the Columbus Blue Jackets for defenseman Vladislav Gavrikov and goalie Eunice Corposalo. Quick had spent all 16 years of his career with the Kings and backstopped the club to appear uh, to a pair of Stanley Cup championships. You lived in Southern California during the prime of his career. This is not a small trade. I can't think of another goaltender. I don't remember the last goaltender before the last 20 years that spent 16 years with a team. And I think he's past his prime. And I think, I feel it's a good trade for the Kings. However... When you told me earlier, I almost fell off the chair. I just was shocked. I didn't see it coming. But maybe this is a team that's saying, okay, instead of letting a guy sit on the shelf until his expiration date is passed, why don't we try to get something for him? And it's kind of refreshing when teams do that. Jonathan Quick gone to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, we've talked about the race at the bottom of the standings for the Connor Bedard number one overall sweepstakes. We've talked about the playoff race in the West. 
But the East, the poll question again today for Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center. Capital has dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state of California. Who is the best team in the Eastern Conference? We only have four options, unfortunately, available on YouTube and Twitter. So we went with Boston, Carolina, the New York Rangers, and Toronto. That's based on the top four teams on points. You'd like to throw Tampa Bay and New Jersey in there. And it might not, Serena, have even been worded properly. I w what I meant was, who's going to be in the Stanley Cup final out of the East? That's different than saying who's the best team now. Well, Unless it's the same team. Either way, I voted for Boston. Boston is going to be tough. They've proven all year that they're strong and new jersey doesn't have the depth they're playing well but they're just they're not a top and tampa's kind of flying or level like they're sitting around the middle i don't see anything big coming out of tampa but i think boston is just boston's going to be so strong they, they already are uh winners of eight in a row the boston Bruins. they're running away with the pole john ohm in Winnipeg, and I got to get it. Um, and I might duck for cover or put on a helmet with this question. <laughs> Serena, what's your take on Gary Bettman's 30-year tenure? <laughs> Has he done a good job or what? Did you put him up to this? It's right here. You can read it. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows that I absolutely despise Gary Bettman. Ever since he's come into the league, everything has gone south. There's too many teams in the league causing the talent to be completely diluted. The guy has changed so many rules. I was just talking to my dad the other day. He's like, with three on three overtime, what is that? What are we watching? My dad's like, they need to put the red line back in. It changes the game. You have three on three overtime. They go up, make a play, and then they wait. Circle around, circle around for a change. Go back. Nothing gets done on it. It's terrible hockey. It's terrible. I just, so many things have changed that if you were to ask any Canadian, they'd be like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And most Americans are like, well, I don't really know the difference anyway because I haven't been watching since before Gary Bedman was around. He's gearing the league toward the United States. And it's appalling to me because why push something where people don't care? I don't understand. It makes no sense. We can stop there. <laughs> but, you know, that's, we talk about these things all the time. The NHL All-Star Week was here a month ago almost. About that, yeah. Three to four weeks ago. You were there. What did you think? It, it was embarrassing. We went to the skills competition I thought, cool, we're going to see some skills. What I saw was people standing up in front of me to get their pictures taken with all the mascots that were walking around the rink. And I'm like, this is what this league has become? It was boring. There was nothing happening. Too many commercials. P.K. Subban running around the ice. It just got, it was a circus without the tent. And then the All-Star, forget it. I didn't even know what was happening. The skills. No, the actual oh, All-Star game. game. Okay. Like, what, is, what is this here? I don't even get this. I said Monday morning, I wonder in the NHL offices in downtown New York, Fifth Avenue in Manhattan, if Gary Bettman slammed the door, pounded his fist and said to his staff, what was that? Or would he even care enough? I, don't th I think he supports that type of behavior because he oh feels like hockey fans. Someone explained to me why there's been two all-star games in South Florida since there's been one in Toronto. Is that not a disconnect about what's happening with the league?
why it doesn't make any sense to me it's become entertainment and the true the truest in me does not like that jen at the four seasons says i was waiting for a big f-bomb to come out there lol <laughs> have your finger on the button boys we don't know where this is going <laughs> From Barry. Give me some credit. He says, Gary Bettman equals Grandpa Munster. Enough said. <laughs> From John Ohm. Love your no BS opinion on the NHL, Serena. Well, let me tell you, here's the thing. When you go from growing up in Canada and being around hockey 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365, it's all we care about. Some people care about the CFL, but it's like 10%. Everything else is hockey. And I've lived in Southern California and South Florida where they think it's like a hockey hotbed. And it's just, it's a, such a different mentality. So I've seen it from both angles and it's completely different. Uh, Rich, did I, mean, did I read this? Rich in Edmonton says Gary Bettman. I will say Gary Bettman did a lot to get Rogers' place built in Edmonton. Other than that, dot, dot, dot. Just to walk it back here, Jordan Ewart says, agreed, the Devils are very solid. Now with Timo and their entire core intact, watch out. What about these moves? Let's go back to, I guess, the Ryan O'Reilly trades, like the first really big one. I, I was A week also, ago Friday. I was also shocked by that one. Again, it's not something that's going to hurt the Leafs. I think it's going to help them. You got a guy that wants to play there. Why not? I also do agree that the Timo Meyer going to New Jersey thing is going to be huge for the Devils. That's going to be a big help. Uh, what? A, okay, are we? Even I'm starting to buy into thinking this is going to be the best Stanley Cup playoffs of all time. Do we think that every year? And forget. Or is this literally shaping up to be the shootout at the OK Gorral that's going to go on for, you know, two, three months? Well, think of it like this. Last year, I felt was a pretty good playoffs. But for a couple years before that, because of COVID, everything was so bizarre. So last year was the first year we've had like a normal kind of everybody getting back to normal. And I think this year will be similar to that it's re it's really hard to say they could drag out i obviously liked last year's playoffs i thought there was a lot of great series i thought there was some random upsets and teams that probably shouldn't have advanced did but it's like that every year uh nelson our vp of sim events says it is a double-edged sword without a good business person at the helm you get the cfl stagnant and shrinking popularity and attendance gary has not been great for hockey but he's been great for business Jen at the Four Seasons uh, says Batman's not good for Canadian hockey. Can't stand that guy either. Oh, don't like him. But my question then to Nelson is, if he's so good for business, why does the NHL have the lowest salaries out of all the professional sports teams? You got to look at it like that. Basketball's growing. Even after when hockey came back after COVID, the rinks weren't full. When you reopen stadiums here, packed completely packed not hockey i'm talking football basketball everything went all in those are money making businesses right there the nhl is not a money maker unfortunately you're right uh from john in edmonton he says serena should have a no filter nhl podcast with don cherry they're really trying to trigger you today without even knowing he, it th there is not a person I look up to more than Don Cherry. Absolutely. I completely agree. Get him on the horn. <laughs> well, do you want it? Have we discussed that on this show? I don't think so. Do I don't you, know. We got about three minutes here for your take on Don Cherry and 
the way that played out. We did. We did talk about it. We were at the beach house when we talked about it. It's appalling that that happened. That it was, that's a crime. What happened to him, even as a human being? How do you work somewhere for that long and have that happen to you so somebody can make a point, a stupid point, to say the least? I haven't probably watched Hockey Night in Canada on a Saturday night faithfully. Uh, uh, I don't even remember. I never missed. The only time I really turn it on is if Toronto and Montreal are playing or obviously Edmonton's playing the early game. Otherwise, I don't even, I don't even watch it. It's garbage. Well, the, you're talking about the, the intermissions, not the games. The, the whole thing. I just don't have the enthusiasm to watch it anymore. It's completely different. Yeah. You don't have grapes before. You don't have grapes after. You always got that spicy one right after the third period. It's just missing. It's lacking. Any uh, last thoughts before we let you go? I, I'm trying to remember what your Stanley Cup prediction was. We've all changed ours, except for Darren. He has stayed with Colorado, Carolina from day one. Uh, I said Calgary, Florida. Insert laugh track if you want to. I'm now saying Boston, Vegas. I think uh, yours was Tampa, Colorado again, if I'm not There's mistaken. no way I would have picked Tampa. There's no way. Because uh, they've only like been them. in the last three. I don't like them. I think I remember specifically saying, I don't want to pick. I don't want to pick because it's hard to say. I thought Colorado might be good. You never know. They might come up. But I feel like I actually thought the Rangers. The Rangers are going to be tough and Boston. As far as the West... Honestly, I, I still don't really know. Somebody's obviously going to rise to the top, but who knows who that's going to be. Well, uh, again, the John Paddock interview I thought was very revealing here last week. He feels that the East will beat up on each other and the West rep will waltz into the Stanley Cup final and maybe to the championship. That's probably very accurate, but by the time you get there, you never know what can happen. If you don't come up against quality, you can get burned out too. All right. Any last thoughts? Thanks for having me. All right. Serena Taylor's got a lot of things off her chest. When we come back, Jason Greger from TSN 1260 Edmonton. So get your orders, questions ready, or whatever else you'd like to discuss. A sports update, too. And our NHL top five, bottom five. We're live on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Okay, the RP Show continues on this Wednesday. It's been an entertaining one. You knew that it would be. Uh, we'll update the poll question, get to all these messages from our audience in a second. Hang on, Vanner. We'll get to yours. We're going to Edmonton now where the game of the night is tonight. The Orders and the Leafs All-Canadian matchup. Jason Greger joins us from TSN 1260 Radio Edmonton. Jason, great to see you again, my man. And uh, I guess we should jump in right there with this game tonight. Is it a measuring stick for both teams, or is it too soon, given their new rosters, to, to look at it that way? Well, you know, Edmonton's only got one new face in, in Matias Ekholm, but there's definitely a ripple effect as far as, you know, how the blue line's going to run the power play with Tyson Berry going out. You know, that's, that's a huge move for Edmonton. Toronto has six new guys that they've acquired in the last, what is it, 11 days? Now, I'm not sure if all six will be in the lineup tonight. We'll wait and see, but... Um, you know, I look at Edmonton. They played Boston on Monday. It was a really close game. It was a really entertaining game. 
And, you know, the Oilers unfortunately lost for them. But they need a win tonight against the Maple Leafs. They want to stay in the race in the Pacific. I think they want home ice advantage. And they got to start winning. L.A. won. Seattle won last night. Vegas is four points ahead. They got Carolina tonight. So, you know, I think it's a big game. And obviously for the Leafs, you know, their, their playoff future is going to be against Tampa. But they want home ice advantage. And so that's what they're going to be playing for. So I think you'll see two teams fired up. There's a little bit of extra juice on both sides as they got some new faces in line. There have been a lot of Oiler fans right in here today wanting me to ask you if the Oilers gave up too much for Ekholm from Nashville. How would you answer that? Well, I'll say this. What has been the Oilers' biggest weakness for since, well, ever, it seems, a defensive five-on-five goals against? They've been one of the worst teams in the NHL for a long time. Matthias Ekholm is a really good defender. And he's not just a defensive defender. The guy can move the puck. He can produce some points as well. But he's six foot four. He's 215 pounds. And he defends. Defends first. And that's been an issue in Edmonton. There's no doubt that losing Tyson Berry hurts. But I think the organization feels, okay, number one, the power play runs through McDavid and Dryside. And then you could argue that maybe Nugent Hopkins is the third most important option. Not that Barry is bad at all. His, his role on that power play, he was a great facilitator of the puck. He was excellent at anticipating. And so the Oilers' power play has been very good. They want it to continue to be good. It's not like they're bringing in a guy who's never played it. Evan Bouchard's played on the power play. So has Darnell Nurse. And both have had success. So uh, it'll be a little bit different. There's some strengths that Barry has that Bouchard doesn't. And then conversely, I think it works the other way. But to me, the big question now is, can Bouchard's play be elevated five on five? I honestly think the power play is kind of secondary because I think it'll be good. It's with Barry gone. Now the orders have four lefties, three righties. Bouchard probably is going to have to play a few more minutes, but I think you might see just Ekholm or Broberg move to the right side. And overall, I think the orders defense as a group of seven are better defenders today than they were. Now, hey, you got to give up something to get a guy. He's three years. It's not a rental. You know, a 23 first-round pick that's maybe going to be, what, 25 to 32 or something along those lines. Who knows when that player is going to hit. Uh, Reed Schaefer is definitely a good young prospect, but is, is he projected to be a legit top six forward? I don't know. But Edmonton doesn't worry about that now. they got to win. And Reed Schaefer wasn't going to help them win a cup in the next three years. Neither was the pick. Who do you think would win a one-game showdown? Or even a seven-game series? Last year's Oilers or this year's Oilers? Because there's a big change, <laughs> a big difference between the yeah, two. It's a good question, man. Um, from last year, Keith's gone. Now Ekholm's in. Um, other than that, you know, Costin's in, Cassian's out. Um, goaltending's the big one, right? I, I think it's funny, Rod, because Oiler fans were all like, Mike Smith sucks, Mike Smith sucks. And I was always like, whoa, whoa, pump the brakes. Did you see a save percentage? 923, 915 the last two years in the regular season. Yes, Mike Smith would make a few gaffes to handling the puck every now and then. That didn't mean he didn't make a lot of saves. And so that's the concern for Edmonton down the stretch is can they get more reliable, consistent goaltending from both of their goalies. Skinner's a rookie, I understand it. But if, hey, if you want to go somewhere deep in the playoffs, you're going to need more consistent goaltending overall than they've had through the first 61 games. So I might argue in a one-gamer, you might take last year's orders because their goaltending was more consistent. Well, and, and look at the Western Conference and who's getting hot and who's not. Colorado looks like Colorado. And the Winnipeg Jets are panicking. I, I get the sense their coach doesn't know how to handle this group because they're not the same group right now that they've been all year. It's very interesting what's going on in the Western Conference right now. 
You know, Winnipeg was one. They were playing very well. I, I always thought that Hellebuck was covering up for some of the mistakes uh, on that team a little bit. And, you know, they still should be good. They're in a, suddenly they're in a dogfight, though, for a wild card berth. So, you know, it shows that, yes, Colorado's going, but everybody expected Colorado to wake up. I'm curious to see, do they make an acquisition? Do they know how healthy Landeskog is going to be or not? So that's going to be the big question there. But they're going to win their division. And it comes down to the Pacific and Edmonton, Vegas, Seattle, L.A. What's unique about all teams, Rod? Every one of them in the West, in the Pacific division, there's a question mark and goal, right? Jonas Corposalo's never been that guy. You know, he had one year where he was really good in Columbus. His other years has kind of been okay. Um, Seattle's goaltending. Not sure. Uh, you look at Edmonton, up and down. Uh, Vegas right now. Now, Laura Brassois has come back after a year off, and he's been unreal. But how long will that last? So there's all every team in the Pacific has some goaltending questions, and you know we'll see if it gets answered in the postseason. You know, you know Laurent Brassois well uh, from his time with the Oil Kings. And uh, listen, I didn't think Logan Thompson was an NHL goalie, but look what he's done all year. I thought I was past second-guessing Kelly McCrimmon. But I, I, I officially am now. If Krim says they're good, I think they're good. Like, is Vegas a team that we're going to hear from in the end here, well into the spring, which we became used to their opening five seasons in the NHL? Well, they got some LTIR space, Rod. And now after Corpus Allo being traded, like, I'm not sure there's a goaltender they're going to go for. Like, is Lankinen really going to be any better than what they have? Probably not. So, and Varlamov doesn't want to get traded, and I'm not sold that he's any better. So, I think they'll stick with what they got in goal. But are they going to go out and try to add some more depth? Like, it's, it's wasted money if you don't fill it out. Mark Stone's not coming back in the regular season. So, I would expect McCrimmon's going to add some more forwards to his group between now and Friday, and, and that could make them even more dangerous. Okay, lastly, Gregor, the poll question is, who's the best team in the Eastern Conference? Boston's running away with it for Capital Automobile Universal Collision Center, obviously. But do you see the Bruins in the Stanley Cup final? Do you think they can finish off this act? It's a great question, Rob, because you look at historically, now, there's been some great seasons that didn't even get out of the first round of the playoffs. The 2019 Tampa Bay Lightning, they tied the NHL record for 62 regular season wins. They got swept in the first round of Columbus. Hedman got banged up and, and they stunk. What about Detroit in, in 2006? What do they have? 131 points or whatever the hell it was. And they lost in six games to the Edmonton Orders. They're, what you do in the regular season, it's crazy, but it all, sometimes it means nothing. You get to the playoffs, it starts over. Uh, Boston, I think they're going to spank either wildcard team. But then they got to play the winner, Toronto and Tampa. That's going to be a tough series. And, you know, health might be the factor. There's no question. Right now, though, Linus Allmark, he's the one goalie that if I get into a playoff series, right now I'd be confident to go head-to-head with Vasilevsky. Right? That's, that's the big advantage. Uh, Boston's depth, look at their blue line. They just got Orloff, my goodness, with Lindholm and McAvoy. They're good. Um, but how, how injured is Hall? And what about Felino? got injured in Calgary? If suddenly Boston's forward depth starts getting banged up, that's going to impact you in the playoffs. But it would be hard. Like, the thing is, I would still pick the field rather than Boston because the odds are they're not going to win three rounds. Like, it's hard to do. Like, it's crazy. That's why we've seen, ask the San Jose Sharks, man. Like, you can be a really good team for a decade and never win. So, Boston's got a lot of things going, Rod. But my one concern is, are they quick enough in the playoffs to win? That's my one question about the Bruins. As good as they are, and I think every other team could elevate a bit. 
does Boston have another level to go to? It's hard because they've been at such a high level all year. Bruins are, um, or sorry, the playoffs are always great. This looks like it could be the best ever. We'll see. Jason, have a great show today. I always appreciate the time. Thank you. Anytime, Rod. Jason Gregor, TSN 1260 Edmonton. When we come back, our NHL Top 5, a sports update and viewer takeover. We're live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and WQEE, the key. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Because it's a heave-ho. Hi, oh, Dealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Yeah, this is the studio, and this is why Wednesdays are your favorite day, because we're going to be doing our NHL Top 5, Bottom 5 coming up. But we got a lot of great comments have come in from our Rod Squad crew from the 902 text line regarding all of what we've been talking about today. Carl Van Camp writes in. He's watching in Humboldt on Game Plus TV. Hello, Vanner. It's been far too long since we've talked. He says, from a Rod Peterson fan, I could not even watch the All-Star Game gong show. Embarrassing. Why P.K. Subban? Terrible. Go Bruins. Carl Van Camp, Humboldt Sask. Thank you, Vanner. One of the, one of the winningest coaches of all time in SJ history. Regarding Gary Bettman, Nate in White City, writes in, he says, Gary is only worried about making the owners money. He could care less about the game. I'm sure Mario's bank account in Pittsburgh sure likes him, though. And he's made the money. So from Grant, he says, hey, my New York Rangers versus Edmonton's already aging well. From Daryl. Texting in from the 306. Serena Taylor and Don Cherry, number one and two hockey people in Canada. Honesty, common sense, smarts, integrity. Great show as usual. Signed, Daryl. I agree. All right, let's go with the NHL top five, bottom five. Our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. Let's go, boys. Number one, uh, well, it's obvious, it's the Boston Bruins. Of course, winners of eight in a row and 13-point lead out front for number one overall. Can they finish it off and win the Stanley Cup? That's the only thing left to figure out. Number two, I got the New York Rangers, everybody. They've got the talent, they've got the experience, and they've got the goaltending, the reigning Vezina Goalie of the Year, Shesterkin, number two, New York. Number three, it's the Toronto Maple Leafs. As Elvis sings, it's now or never for Toronto. Number four. The Tampa Bay Lightning, they've been there before. Sorry, Carolina. And number five, it's the Colorado Avalanche. The defending Stanley Cup champions have won six in a row. 
They are who we thought they were, and they're the best of the West. Number 28, as we go to the bottom five now, the fifth worst team may surprise you to learn. It's the Philadelphia Flyers. They've only won two of their last ten games. They've lost three in a row. They're sneakily bad. Number 29, the Chicago Blackhawks. They've lost two in a row. They can't stop winning. At least they've cured that for the Bedard sweepstakes, cured the winning problem. Number 30, the San Jose Sharks. They've lost three in a row. They've folded their hand. They're done. Number 31, Columbus Blue Jackets. I don't think they're going to finish last because Jonathan Quick's not going to let them tank. And number 32, it's the Anaheim Ducks. The Ducks belong, Ducks belong in a tank. And they need to tank for Connor Bedard. So now Anaheim, as Arizona shot right out of the bottom five. That's the top five, bottom five for our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. Thanks for playing. Sports update on this Wednesday with about five minutes left to go. Hey, hey, Ryan O Radio, check it in from WQEE. Man, I love being on that radio show. As I said earlier on that radio station, we have more radio listeners in the state of Georgia than Saskatchewan, Alberta, and Manitoba combined. Figure that one out. Rich, Rich in Edmonton says, Elvis, yes, exactly, the king. It's now or never. Ah, from Ryan in Saratoga, New York. And in this corner, hailing from Florida by way of Regina Sask, Regal Rod Peterson. That's not bad. But I feel like my boxing days are behind me. From WQEE, Ryan Rhino Radio. Another great show, King Rod and his royal court. Hasn't this been an interesting day? We've learned a lot about some people today, wouldn't you all say? DM me later, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. I don't feel comfortable with saying it right now. There are six games in the NHL tonight, including an important showdown in Edmonton between the Toronto Maple Leafs and Oilers. The Leafs have won three in a row. The Oilers have lost two straight. Both teams have made significant roster changes ahead of Friday's trade deadline. Meanwhile, New York Rangers face the Flyers in Philly. Patrick Kane's expected to make his Rangers debut after being traded from the Blackhawks to Broadway yesterday. Of all the things we talked to Serena about, I forgot to ask her about Kane going to the Rangers. But she'll be on again tomorrow, which will make a lot of you very happy. There are nine games in the NBA tonight, but the Toronto Raptors will have the night off after beating the visiting Chicago Bulls 104-98 last night. The Raps will visit the Washington Wizards on Thursday. The family of the late Kobe Bryant's agreed to settle legal issues surrounding photos of the body of the NBA star and others who were killed in a 2020 helicopter crash. Attorneys say L.A. County agreed to pay Bryant's widow, Vanessa Bryant, and their daughters $13.5 million on top of the $15 million the jurors awarded her at a trial. In August, county deputies and firefighters had shot photos of the bodies and shared them with others in the departments. Buffalo Bills General Manager Brandon Bean says safety DeMar Hamlin has a few more visits to doctors before determining whether he can pursue his goal of returning to play football after going into cardiac arrest and having to be resuscitated on the field in January. Understanding this, uh, here in football mad Florida, I can't remember who I was with. It was a while back now, but the guy I was with turned to me and goes, do you think DeMar Hamlin will ever, will ever play football again? At that time, he was on life support in the hospital. I'm like, if he breathes again, it's a win. But that's, uh, I wouldn't have bet that he, he would have a shot to come back and play in the NFL. 
but we're all pulling for him and praying for him, that's for sure. This sports update brought to you by Landmark Cinemas in theaters now, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. In the film, which kicks off Phase 5 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, superhero Scott Lang, played by Paul Rudd, and Hope Van Dyne, played by Evangeline Lilly, return to continue their adventures as Ant-Man and the Wasp. Together with Hope's parents, Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne, the family finds themselves exploring the quantum realm, interacting with strange new creatures and embarking on an adventure that will push them beyond the limits of what they thought was possible. In theaters now, Landmark Cinemas, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Uh, what else do we have here? Ephraim Alley in Texarkana says, uh, oh, yay, two in a row. Yes, Serena will be back on the air tomorrow. From Kevin the Medium says that the only thing Rod is boxing these days is his shadow. Right? From Darren in Utah says, the Houston Coyotes no longer in the bottom five. They've screwed that up, too. The Arizona Coyotes, not even in the running, it's going to be for Connor Bedard. Anyways, enjoy all the games, everybody. Take care of yourselves out there, and we'll see you tomorrow at noon Eastern here on Game Plus and WQEE. See you, Rhino Radio. Love you. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Let's go. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.